No notification. Did y'all get a notification? Press one in the chat room if you guys got a notification. Appreciate you, Manassas Doke. Y'all did? Hmm. That's strange. I didn't get one. I didn't get one. I don't know what that's about. You probably know I'm getting ready to drop. That's what that is. They know I'm getting ready to drop on this one. What's going on, Rita? That's what that is. They know I'm getting ready to drop. Real shit. just do my little, let me just do my little notifications then, Twitter, tweet that joint out, tweet it out. I'll excuse the noise. They're doing like some, they're doing like some construction. So you got a bunch of, you got a bunch of folks out here working. But I ain't gonna let that stop me. You feel me? Then on top of that, they renovating a couple of the apartments. You feel me? time to to pile in pile in here How many people we got in here so far? Dollar Washer, appreciate you, fam. He said, what up, though? Question mode, what up, though? How many of y'all got notifications? Press one if y'all got a notification. Hmm. That's interesting. I didn't get one. 
But fuck it. It is what it is. So, first and foremost, it's Friday. Damn, it's Friday already. Thank goodness it's Friday. I know, I know those of you who have the nine to fives where you work all week and you get the weekends off. I know you're happy as a motherfucker. Hope y'all are going to have a great weekend. You know, positive vibes, all of that good shit. You feel me? Shout out to Manassas Doke. I appreciate you, bro. When I do the Angry Man show tonight, I'll definitely drop a bomb for you. Definitely drop an angry bomb for you. You feel me? Sosa, 19AZ83. Appreciate you, fam. So... First of all, let me say to everybody, hope you guys are having a wonderful, productive, positive, awesome fucking day. Now, back in the day, I wouldn't have said shit like that. And I guess the reason why I wasn't really pushing the, the positive talking points is because of the simple fact that I didn't have, like, I, I didn't have, like, a lot of, I didn't have... I've had negativity around me, but I've never had toxicity around me. And I'm not talking about like when I'm joking and I say toxic male, toxic, you know, toxic masculinity, which is really an expression for true masculinity. That's not what I'm talking about. You know, um, I'm not using, I'm not being facetious. When I say toxicity, I'm talking about people around you who only want to wish you ill will. People around you who only want to wish foulness on you. And try to do everything in their power to basically destroy you. I didn't really have a lot of that around me. A lot of the people that were around me, when I look at it in hindsight, even though they may have had um, ulterior motives, they weren't outwardly negative. Like, they didn't constantly say negative shit because if they did, I wouldn't want to be around them. But now that I've been on YouTube for a while and I've actually encountered... Um, a lot of unnecessary negativity. I, I see why, especially when you start to get to the point where you start to accumulate certain things and you start to become a target. You start to become somebody that people look at and say, oh, that person looks like he has something. That person looks like he has more than what I might have, so let me hate on him. Now I see the reason why a lot of people who are um, I guess you would call massively successful. Like you look at the Jay Z's of the world, the Kevin Hart's of the world, the the um, the the Robert F. Smiths of the world. Um, I see why they're constantly pushing positivity because they get tired of all of the negativity that comes to them, just because of the simple fact that they were fortunate enough and and diligent enough to actually gain some level of success. You feel what I'm saying? But I mean that shit. I hope you guys have a positive, um, productive, um, awesome day. I, I really hope that. I really hope that for every last one of you guys. Um, 
Because God knows there's enough fucking negativity here on YouTube. There's enough there's enough negativity going around to, you know, where we all can get a get our fair share of fucked up negativity. You feel me? But And who knows? Maybe this is just my evolution. Maybe this is just part of my growth. Maybe I'm just tired of being part of the negativity. Maybe that's what it is. What do you think? What do you guys think? Because don't get it twisted. My experience here on YouTube is a purely organic one. I don't sit around like when I, when I get ready to do a live stream, I just sit down, I turn on the camera, and I come off the top of the dome. Even if I do the Angry Man show and I come up with a topic, I still come off the top of the dome the majority of the time. The only time you know that I pre-presented something, or excuse me, the only time you know that I'm giving you a presentation is when I start pulling up the, the, the photos with the writing on it that I pre-made. That's when you know I'm giving you a presentation. But for the most part, you feel what I'm saying? I just, I just come off the top of the dome. You feel me? So this, this is an organic experience. You guys are literally watching the evolution of the angry man here on YouTube. You feel what I'm saying? Walter H, appreciate you. you said, I'm, I know you're busy. Can you check your email when you get a free moment? Did you just send something? God damn, I got a shitload of emails. My fault, y'all. When you guys send me emails, when you guys send me emails, trust and believe, I'm not, I'm not purposely ignoring you. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, um, Walter H, you hit me up about the about the shout out, right? That's what you're talking about, right? You hit me up about the shout out, right? A few days ago. Okay, you hit me up about the shout out. Okay. Um I'll hit you up. I'll hit you up after this live stream. After this live stream, um, I gotta I gotta dig through my emails, but after this live stream, let like let me let me break that down. Y'all gotta forgive me when it comes to the emails and messages. Like sometimes I'll respond to emails or messages as I can get to them because like I literally every day that I wake up I get hundreds of fucking emails, like real shit. Like I'm not even joking. Between the emails that I was already getting from from you know various uh you know businesses because i get all my emails from you know whatever business providers i use um i get the emails from people who email me from the website i get you know the emails from you guys that email me on um uh here on youtube i get the emails from all of my social media like it's 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 crazy like i, I try to get to each i try to get to each one as as, as much as i can which unfortunately I end up kind of neglecting my other social media like because I get messages um, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Luckily for me, I have a Facebook page and I've got a lot of you guys that's in the black order as moderators, so they're able to kind of handle that, but I'm not even gonna lie. I need a, I need a personal assistant. Like real shit, I need a personal assistant, but like I was saying, you know, 
Yeah, and, and like I said, Walter H, I'll I'll get I'll get to you right after this live stream. So don't even don't even worry about it. I got you, bro. But um Yeah, I want I wanna talk about the psychology of black people. Because last night I kinda touched on it. I kinda touched on it when I started talking about haters and how haters operate and, and the type of goofy shit that they do. And, you know, I got up this morning, I got up this morning, I tried to check some of my freaking emails, and after that, you know, I fixed me some breakfast and shit, a little while ago, actually, I fixed me some breakfast, um, even though I was fixing it probably around noon or some shit like that, and then I listened to Grinch's live stream, and... I said to myself, I said, I really want to delve into what I was, what I started to talk about last night. Like, I really want to delve into that. Um, because we have a very strange psychological disorder as black people. We have a very, very, it's, it's, it's unique. And I don't even think it can be classified amongst the regular uh, uh, brand of psychosis. I don't even think you can categorize it as narcissism. I don't think you can categorize it as borderline uh, uh, personality disorder. I don't think you can classify it as, you know, his hysteronic, whatever you call that shit. I don't think you can classify it as any of that. I think it's unique. I think it's its own unique thing for the simple fact that Black people have endured a unique experience in this country. And I think it, it's undiagnosed. I think it's unexplored. I think that we don't even take the time. This country is spending so much time trying to pretend that it's not there. That it's basically, it's willfully being neglected. You feel me? Like willfully. And sometimes I feel bad because... I'm like, as much as I see it and as much as I try to diagnose it and delve into it, you know, when I was younger, I should have took my ass to school and became a clinical psychologist. You feel what I'm saying? I would have actually done some, uh, uh, maybe I would have actually done some breakthrough work on the shit. You feel me? But... Oh yeah, and by the way, before I go into that, um, you are you guys already know how we do over here. Support BMM Blackmail Media. Support your interests. Um, you can hit me up on Cash App at Dollar Sign The Angry Man. If you had a statement you want me to read out loud, put that in the super chat. I'll read it out loud for you. If you have a question that you want me to answer, put it in the super chat. I'll answer the question out loud for you. Y'all already know how we do, but. I thought about something from last night, right? Yes, Jesse, I, I certainly do. I believe in the I believe in the concept of genetic memory. In fact, I actually believed in that before I knew there was even a term for it. But Yesterday, 
I had a troll that came to my chat room. And this troll, you know, frequents my chat room all the time. It's the same person. I honestly believe that I only have, I honestly believe I only have, I can count the trolls that I have on one hand. You feel what I'm saying? It, as far as I can tell, I think it's two people. I think it's two people. One is a, one is a guy, one is a girl. And they love to troll me. They love to. Y'all probably know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to say their names because I'm not going to give them any uh, praise or any real attention. You know what I'm saying? Because to a, to, a, to a degree, they're clout chasing. But they do get some sort of twisted pleasure out of uh, fucking with me. I will admit that. But... One troll makes it a point to always try to attack my industriousness. So every time they come on here, it's always about my business acumen. It's always about, oh, you don't have a real business. Or, oh, your merchandise ain't selling. Or... Oh, your merchandise is fake. Your merchandise is whack. Think, things of that nature, right? Appreciate you, dog power. And I thought about it for a second. I, th I thought about it for a second. I thought about the concept of us as black people being consumers, right? Us as black people being buyers and not sellers, right? So, as you see today, I got on my black order hat, but I got on a Wu-Tang shirt, right? Normally, I'll have on a Black Order shirt, you know, some kind of Black Order design or whatever, right? Now, I thought about it for a second. I said, if I would have came on to YouTube and just been on some, I'm going to wear every name brand that's popular at the moment. So, if I came on here onto YouTube and I had on a New York Yankees hat. Like, let's say I had a fresh New York Yankees hat. Um, you know, fresh new era New York Yankees hat. And if I had on a uh, polo shirt, Ralph Lauren polo, right? And let's say every day I did that, right? Let's say every day I picked a different type of name brand. Now, I don't know what the younger kids nowadays are into. You feel what I'm saying? As far as the teenagers, I don't really know what they're into. I just know what I like. You feel me? So let's say for argument's sake, every day I got up here, I was either Polo Down or Nautica or um, Nike or, you know, any of the big major name brands that nobody ever really clowns. You know what I'm saying? I don't think any of those trolls would have ever said a mumbling word about what I was wearing. Now, most people might find that strange. They'll be like, well, what, what's, what, why does that matter? What's, what's the big deal about that? I want you to really think about that for a second. I want you to really think about it for a second. Think about it from the standpoint of 
these are white companies, right? And a lot of white people, they get offended when they see people wearing, like, they get offended when they see people of other ethnicities wearing clothing that comes from wherever they're from. So Italians, sometimes they'll get, they might get offended if they see somebody wearing something that's not Italian. You, you feel what I'm saying? Black people are one of the few people on the planet, right? That, what's going on with my chat room? Black people are one of the few people, few groups on the planet that we wear everybody else's brand. We don't really wear, <coughs> we don't really wear our own brand. <coughs> we don't really wear our own brand, right? Like right now I got on a Wu-Tang shirt, which is a black group, right? But normally, if you remember back in the day, especially if you're a Gen Xer, if you remember, there were a few uh, black clothing lines that represented blackness. You had FUBU, For Us, By Us. You had Carl Kanai, right? You had what Russell Simmons had, Fat Farm. You had uh, Rockefeller, had uh, Rockaware. You had G-Unit Clothing. You had Wooware. You had, uh, yeah, you had Cross Colors. But what did you notice about all of that? What did you notice about all of that? Didn't you notice the only clothing that really got a, a really good name to it was clothing that was backed up by a popular rapper at the time, right? If it wasn't by a rapper, if it wasn't made by a rapper, it wasn't popular. You remember how they used to clown niggas for wearing FUBU or Carl Kanai? Do y'all remember that? Y'all remember that? How many of y'all remember that? How many of y'all remember how they used to clown you if you wore like FUBU or if you wore Carl Kanai, right? So it's almost like, it's almost like we, we've been programmed to shame anybody black who supports anything black. So if you support something black, that's, that's corny, that, that's whack. That's bullshit, right? But if you wear Gucci, or if you wear Louis, or if you, you, you could even have a situation where Gucci puts out a shirt that's blatantly disrespectful to black people. Appreciate that cash app, man. You have Gucci put out a shirt that's blatantly disrespectful to black people, right? And all of a sudden, just out the blue, now black people want to, oh, we shouldn't wear that, right? Okay, fair enough. Then you have uh, Floyd Mayweather caught outside the Gucci store getting ready to go shopping and they say something to him about it like what's going on man don't you know about the boycott and he's like look man I, I'm Floyd I do what I want to do blah 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 so the psychology is so deep that even if the company is doing something wrong because let's let's face it if, if, if Gucci came out with a shirt 
that was disrespectful to Jewish people. Not only would they not shop there, but they would try to sue that company for besmirching their people, right? But with us, you could literally do something wrong towards us. And not only will the rally to boycott that be, you know, uh, 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 difficult to mount, but you'll even have some of us defending our right to still buy it. Now, on the flip side of this, you got to damn near twist a black person's arm to buy the clothing that come from black people. And even if you do, even if even if you do get them to buy it, they want it at the cheapest price possible. Meanwhile, they'll go pay a couple of hundred dollars just for a Louis Vuitton belt, right? Hood conservative appreciate you. you said you are right. I never thought about it like that. So then think about the simple fact that I come on to YouTube, right? Black man, I come on to YouTube. I start to gain a little bit of popularity. Not a lot, not, not no massive amount of popularity. I get a little bit of popularity. And I look at YouTube like the new music industry so the same way if i was in the music industry and i was a popular rapper i would come out with my own clothing line you know that's entrepreneurship that's that's uh striking that's uh, uh uh striking while the iron is hot you feel me if you if you're popular you you you're supposed to capitalize off of your popularity you're supposed to capitalize off of your notoriety there are many people who have became popular they never did this they rested on their laurels instead of capitalizing on the situation now I always looked at guys like Jay-Z being super intelligent for coming out with uh, uh, rock aware I look at 50 being super intelligent for coming out with G-Unit clothing even though it was very difficult to get access to G-Unit clothing that's where he kind of fucked up he kind of fucked up because you would see him wearing shit and you could never find the shit that he was wearing. You feel what I'm saying? So he kind of failed at that. He kind of failed at that. It's kind of pointless if you come out with a clothing line and you don't put those stores all over the United States or put up a decent website where people could actually get the clothing. You feel what I'm saying? Then you look at, you know, you look at uh, Jim Jones with his uh, vamp life shit which is really was really cool in my opinion so i said you know what let me do let me do my clothing line i always wanted to have always always viewed that i never was the type of dude that always wanted to wear everybody else's clothing i always always wanted my own clothing always wanted clothing that represented my thought process my 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 view on the world you feel me so this is why now you'll see me putting out clothing that you know is is basically for red pill men you feel what i'm saying 
clothing that is a statement to the world that look, I'm red pill. I'm not I'm not with all of this new age goofy shit. I'm I'm a man and I'm gonna be treated like one. And I'm not gonna let women run over top of me. That's that's what my clothing line stands for. You feel what I'm saying? That's ultimately what it really stands for. You feel me? Uncle Buck says, people in general will fight to do whatever you tell them they can't do or are not qualified to do to secure their right to validate their worth or value. That's true. That's true. Appreciate you. But that, that's really, you know, when it comes to my clothing line, that's what black order stands for. Black order means black order. It means hierarchy. You understand? It means black people in order. And if you're in order, the order goes like this. God or higher power, whatever you want to call it, man, woman, child. That's the order. You understand? So, I find it really interesting that... The moment, and it didn't happen until the, my clothing, until I started really promoting it heavy. Once I started promoting my clothing heavy, I find it interesting that that is the, that is the point. That is the point that trolls have, have decided to zero in on. And it's part of the reason I know the trolls are black. Because a white person wouldn't, wouldn't care about that. White person wouldn't care about you promoting your own clothing. He wouldn't, they wouldn't care about that. They wouldn't give a shit about that. But see, and, and yeah, I know, and you're right. It is about status. I do know that. I know that. It is about status. It is about status. It's, it's exactly about status. And matter of fact, to be truthfully honest, no, it's not. It's not. It's not about status as much as it's about a statement. Because clothing is an expression. It's supposed to. It's supposed to be meant to express your personality. So you're trying to make a statement to everybody that you're this or you're that, right? So when you see a guy wearing Gucci, it's not, it's not as much. With black people, it's not, okay, with, with other groups of people, it is about status, okay? With, 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 with white people, it's about status, okay? It's about status. And the reason why I say this is because when they go shopping for Versace, Louis Vuitton, um, Gucci, the clothes that they wear is very understated, okay? So, the clothes that they wear is very understated. They, they're not flashy. If they have on a Versace suit, you wouldn't even know it was a Versace suit unless you asked them. If you were at a gathering, if you were at some sort of uh, uh, upscale party or something, and you said to them, hey, that's a nice suit, they'd say, oh, yeah, uh, it's Versace. You feel me? But that's the only way you would know it's Versace. Now, him saying to you it's Versace is about status. 
that's about status. He's basically saying, I can afford Versace, right? I can afford it. I can afford Versace. I can afford Louis Vuitton. You see what I'm saying? It's not about showing you that he can. It's about him knowing that he can. Now, if you ask him, he's going to say that. But if you notice, the clothing that, that, that white people wear is understated. Now, when it comes to the black community, a lot of y'all run around with the clothing that has like the big symbols on it, you know, and so you got a shirt that has a big ass Louis Vuitton logo on it. And whether you know it or not, that's a fake Louis Vuitton shirt, whether you know it or not. See, you Negroes think you be buying real shit, but that shit is fake. Okay, that shit is fake. And the reason why I'm telling you it's fake is because those type of designers they don't make gaudy stuff. They, they don't. And this goes into what I mean about the difference between status and a statement. White people wear clothing that is understated, but they still have the status of being able to afford the clothing. So if you ask them, hey, that's nice. Oh, yeah, this is Louis Vuitton. See, that's about status. Now, you as a black person coming outside with a shirt on that has a big Louis Vuitton symbol on it, that's not about status. That's about statement. You want everyone in the world to know that you have a Louis Vuitton shirt. You see what I mean? There's a, there's a, there's a subtle difference. There's a subtle difference. But it's a significant difference, okay? It's a significant difference. Now, don't get it wrong. I'm not here to clown you guys because you want everybody to know what kind of clothing you're wearing or you're trying to make a statement. That's how black people are. We, we, we want to make a statement. You feel me? And me being an artist, you know, I'm not going to shit on your right to make a statement. In fact, even though those shirts are fake, Excuse me. Even though those shirts are fake, I like the ones that have the big uh, logos on it. I actually like those because they actually make a statement. You understand what I'm saying? They actually... Let's see. Gucci and Louis have clothes with logos on it. Golden Mommy said Gucci and Louis have clothes with logos. Okay, let me ask you something, Golden Mommy. When was the last time you bought bought some clothes from the Louis Vuitton store? I mean, the actual store. When was the last time you went and bought some Louis Vuitton from the actual store? That's my question for you. That's my question for you. Since you want to come in here and prove me wrong, go ahead and answer that question for me. Since I'm wrong, correct me. When was the last time you went to the Louis Vuitton store? You can check online right now. Y'all see this goofy chick? Do y'all see this goofy chick? Do y'all see this goofy chick? Do y'all see her? 
How many of y'all see her? Just tell me y'all see her. I don't think I've ever seen her comment in here before. I don't think I've ever seen her comment in here before. I'm, I'm going to ask the question again. I didn't say nothing about online. I didn't say nothing about Googling it. I'm going to ask you the question again. Okay? I'm going to ask you the question again. When was the last time you went into the Louis Vuitton store and bought something? bought my bag you bought your bag did you buy it from the Louis Vuitton store you I don't think you understand I don't I'm, I think you're having trouble understanding English I'm pretty sure that I'm speaking English you said you bought it from the Louis Vuitton store which city which city was the Louis Vuitton store in which city was it in and how much was the bag New York, what line was it? What line was the uh, bag? Like what design was the bag? She said 59th Street. So because you know where the Louis Vuitton store is, y'all see this goofy shit? <laughs> y'all see, see this goofy shit? I'm not asking you if you know where the Louis Vuitton store is. I'm asking you, better yet, this is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do right now. This is what I want you to do right now. The bag that you bought from Louis Vuitton, the bag that you bought from the Louis Vuitton store, I want you to snap a picture of it and email it to me right now at asktheangryman at gmail.com. The bag that you bought, that you bought, what I want you to do is I want you to take the bag, I want you to sit it on a table or something, because I'm pretty sure you're at home, I want you to sit it on a table, I want you to write on a piece of paper, this is the bag I bought, angry man, put the piece of paper in front of the bag, take the picture, and then send it to asktheangryman at gmail.com. Why are you so negative you think people don't have money? I didn't say that. I didn't say people don't have money. In fact, I advocate for people having money over here. I also advocate for people being able to buy what they want. This conversation is not about people buying Louis Vuitton or buying designer clothing. This is about shitting on black people who come out with their own clothing. That's what this is about. 
press one in the chat room, guys, if I'm the type of person who advocates for people having money and being able to buy what they want. Press, press one in the chat room. You're talking to a dude that's sitting here right now smoking a... You're talking to a guy that's sitting here right now smoking a fucking $12 cigar. I went to the cigar shop yesterday and bought four of these. I spent 60 fucking dollars. You're talking to a guy who has a fucking cigar cutter that costs a hundred fucking dollars. So don't come in here with that goofy shit. I'm merely asking you to show your work. That's it. I'm asking you to show your work. If you a boss bitch, hey, more fucking power to you. You should have no problem showing your work. If you a boss bitch, you should have no problem showing and proving. Plain and fucking simple. And I know you got a camera phone. It's nothing. It's nothing for you to write on a piece of paper. This is the bag, angry man. And then snap a picture. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because you could easily go online and pull a picture of a fucking uh, uh, Louis Vuitton handbag and send it to me. No, write on a piece of paper today's date and write angry man under it. Snap a picture of that piece of paper sitting in front of the bag and email it to me. That's all I'm asking you. I'm just trying to make sure, I'm just trying to keep you honest. I'm just trying to make sure you're being honest. That's all. That's all because you come in here wanting to prove me wrong. You come in here wanting to prove me wrong. But see, I understand. This is, this is why this shit is called the psychology of the strange psychology of black people. I understand how black people operate. I know that you'll come in here and you'll say some shit contrary to what I'm saying and tell a flat out fucking lie just to try to prove me wrong. Just so you can be right. That's how black people are. You, you could say, yeah, man, I was in Sudan and I saw so-and-so. And some nigga will come in the chat room and be like, I was in Sudan last week and I didn't see that. And they could be flat out fucking lying. Just, to, just for the purpose of disproving another Negro. That's the psychology of black folks. And I'm so glad. Yo, every single time, these, these titles are so fucking, every time I put out a title, this is the other part of the psychology of black people. Whatever I put in a title, whatever I put in a title, hit dogs will come here and, and, and verify what I'm saying. Now, my thing is this, you know, Kevin Samuels has said it. C Boogie has said it. Show your work. That's all you got to do. Show your work. It's very simple. It's very simple. You said that you went to 59th Street. You went to the Louis Vuitton store. You bought a bag. Right. So if you did that, then you should have no problem snapping a picture of it. And I know you're literate because you're in here typing. So if you can type in here, I know you can write on a piece of paper. So all you got to do is put today's date, which is June 14th, 2019. Put that on the top of the paper and then put angry man at the bottom. And I'll know that was you that took that picture. And send it to askangryman at gmail.com. Will you do that? And I know you're still in the chat room. Do not run away. Will you do that?
Did she respond? I don't see anything. Did she respond, you guys? Did she respond? I'm waiting for her to respond. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing you got to understand. <clears throat> I may come up here and I may sit here and I may wear my thugged out gear. I may even wear my clothing. You feel what I'm saying? But I'm not a classless <laughs> motherfucker. I have class. I could I could come I could be around you and you could have that Louis Vuitton bag on you and I could look at it and tell you if it's a fake. I could look at I could look at your fucking bag and tell you if, if whether or not it's a fake. Just by looking at it. So you're not talking to a classless motherfucker. You talking to a nigga, look, I got a fucking my fiance was born in Manhattan. My fiance is from Queens, New York, okay? And she is one of those type of chicks that that gets like bags and shit like that. So you not you not talking who you think you talking to? Who do you think you talking to? Just because you know where the Louis Vuitton store is does not mean your motherfucking ass ever set foot in there and bought anything. Better yet, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question if you're still in here. If you're still in here, what did the price tag say on your handbag? That's my question. Nobody, everybody in here, be quiet. Don't you say a single word. Do not give it away. What was the price tag on your Louis Vuitton bag? What was the price tag on your Louis Vuitton bag? What did the price tag say? What did the price tag say? still there are you still there let me let me check maybe she emailed me maybe she emailed me let me check let me check let's see if I got an email uh, nope no email yet no email yet no email yet I'm waiting for a response in the chat room are you gonna respond Are you going to respond?
Did she say anything? Did she say anything? So she basically, she basically is quiet now, right? She's quiet now, right? Okay. So I guess we can get back to the show now. I guess we can get back to the show. Did she say something else? She didn't say anything else, did she? After I asked her to email me, right? It's hard for me to... It's hard for me to keep up with the chat. He said she said nothing, right? Okay, this is what I want somebody to do. Um, one of the moderators, do me a favor. Scroll up and find her last comment and, and ban her. Scroll up, find her last comment. Scroll up, find her last comment, and get that swag the fuck out of here. Thank you. Then get back to what I was saying. This is the psychology. Right? So, <laughs> here's the funny thing. Let me go back to what I was saying before she interrupted me. What I said was if a white person has a Versace suit on, you won't even know it's a Versace suit. If they have a Versace shirt on, you won't even know it's a Versace shirt, right? That's what I said. But I said if a guy, if a black person gets a Louis Vuitton shirt, right? It's going to have a big Louis Vuitton symbol on it because it's about a statement. And I went further to say that 
that shit that you buy that has those big gaudy symbols on it are fake. That's what I said, right? That's what I said, right? Y'all remember that, right? And soon as I said that, soon as I said that, right? As soon as I said that, she came in and said, she came in and said, well, uh, 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 designers have logos on them, but that's not what I said. Of course, designers have logos on them, but designers that have are real, real clothing that come from design designers, those logos are understated. But here's the funny thing that you didn't even catch with your goofy ass. Where can you buy a Louis Vuitton shirt at? Somebody in here answer that question for me. See, this is why, this is why, this is why you have you have these women running around here. This, this is why you have this, this goofiness. Where can you buy a Louis Vuitton shirt at? What Louis Vuitton store can you buy a Louis Vuitton shirt? What Louis Vuitton store can you buy a Louis Vuitton shirt? How many of y'all realize what's wrong with that statement? Somebody tell me what's wrong with that statement. Excuse me. Somebody tell me what's wrong with that question. What, what is wrong with that question? And I don't mean grammatically. I mean, what is wrong with that question? Where can you buy a Louis Vuitton shirt? What's wrong with that question? Exactly, Fronte Unito. They don't make shirts. So if you see a Negro with a Louis Vuitton shirt on, you know it is fucking fake. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen, I don't think I've ever seen like a Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton makes like accessories and shit. Louis Vuitton makes handbags. They make, uh, they make the little backpacks. They make belts. They make sunglasses, they make luggage, they make scarves, they even have hats, I think. But I don't think I've ever seen a, a Louis Vuitton shirt in the Louis Vuitton store. Have y'all ever seen a Louis Vuitton shirt in the Louis Vuitton store? Anyway, we getting way off topic. You know, there's, there's going to be some motherfucker that's going to find a Louis Vuitton shirt that was made at some point and be like, oh, actually, actually... Actually, you know, but it it, 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 it defeats, you feel what I'm saying? It defeats the whole point and the whole premise of what I'm saying. The whole premise of what I'm saying is that the psychology of black people is so screwed up and so twisted. And that situation that just happened was proof of it. That situation that just happened was proof of it. You feel what I'm saying? 
See, I told you. What did I tell you? Look what Alan R. just said. I told you. What did I just tell you? Okay, so let, let me let me clarify it then. Let me clarify it then, Alan. Let me clarify it. Have you ever seen a Louis Vuitton shirt like this? A t-shirt that had a big ass Louis, a big ass LV on it. Have you ever seen that? I have. I've seen it, but it wasn't at the Louis Vuitton store. It wasn't on it wasn't on <laughs> it wasn't on the freaking uh 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 it wasn't on the Louis Vuitton website. No, their shirts don't have logos. That, Alan, that's the point I was trying to make earlier. <laughs> that's the point I was trying to make earlier. The point that I was trying to make is if you get a official shirt from a designer it's not going to have a freaking logo on it and if it does have a logo the logo is going to be very understated it's going to be very uh uh it's either going to be small or it's going to be designed in a way that it, it's not gaudy see black people don't understand the word gaudy they don't understand what gaudy means God, this is gaudy you can you can be standing way down there and see that I got on a Wu Tang shirt. That's gaudy. That's gaudy. You understand what I'm saying? That's what gaudy means. Is when it's something real bright and, and and it catches your attention the moment that you see it. You feel what I'm saying? The moment that you see it. And like I said, when it, when it comes to the differences between black people and and other groups of people, especially like upper class white people. It's about status for them. That's why they buy certain things. It's it's the status of it. You feel what I'm saying? With with black people, it's about the statement of it. You feel me? The statement that I can afford this. What's the point of wearing a designer if nobody knows you have a designer on? That's the that's the mentality of black people. And like I said before, I'm not saying there's something wrong with that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that the way white people do it is better than the way black people do it. I'm not saying that. What I'm trying to say is that the psychology of black people is to be proud of wearing other brands while simultaneously shaming the brands that we create. That's the point that I'm trying to make. Because the entire time that I've been on here, every single time I've promoted my clothing, I'll have black people come in hating on me. You feel what I'm saying? And, and if I had got up here every single day, let's say for argument's sake that uh, uh, fuck out of my face, dude. Let's say that um, let's say that I got up here every single day, right? Every single day. And I was wearing one of those uh, let's say I was wearing some Louis Vuitton or, or some some Versace and it had the big design on it so you know it's Versace you know what I'm saying or Gucci like I was sitting up here with the shirt with the big ass Medusa head on it Negroes would never say a mumbling word negative they would be like oh man that shit is fly that shit is hot that shit is flavor am I lying am I lying you guys tell me if I'm lying tell me if I'm lying
Like if I if I got up here and every single day that I was up here, I wore a fucking king crown, some Versace shades that had a big ass fucking medallion, gold medallion on the side of it, and a big ass fucking Medusa head shirt. You feel me? And I ain't even gonna lie, them Medusa head shirts are fly. I ain't even gonna front. Them shits is fly. But if I was to sit up here and wear that, wear that type shit every day. Niggas would be like, oh man, that shit is, that shit is, that shit is fire, nigga, that shit is fire. And you don't even realize, the most fire thing I can ever do, the most powerful thing I can ever do, is be sitting up here with my shit on. That's the most powerful, let, let me tell you something, I seen a video, and I, I brought this up before. I seen a video, and... The video that, that I was watching, it was one of it was one of um, Nipsey's videos, one of Nipsey Hussle's videos. In that video, Nipsey Hussle, everything he had on, with the exception of his shoes, everything he had on was from Marathon Clothing. Everything that he had on. That is the that is the mind state. Now, now, don't get it twisted. If you're just a consumer, I'm not talking to you. If you're just a consumer, if you're just a person that just, you know, you enjoy buying a lot of the different brands and shit, and I'm a consumer to a degree. You see me sitting here with a Wu-Tang shirt on. You see me go buy Nikes. I'm a consumer to a degree. But I'm also a seller. I'm also an entrepreneur. My thing is, why is it Black people think everybody in the world is allowed to be a seller, is allowed to be an entrepreneur, except black people. Why is that? Somebody explain that to me. I, I, want, I want you guys to explain it to me. I want you to make me understand. Why are we relegated? See, here we go with more of these special rules that, that are set for black people that ultimately come from the concept of white supremacy. Why are we relegated to being consumers? Why? And on a side note, if you want to go into the reason why Wu-Tang has a gaudy shirt, if you want to go into the reason why most black designers put big logos on their shit, it's because of the simple fact that black people are not going to buy them if you don't. They're not. They're not. They're not. This is this is the main reason why Sean John was not, in my opinion, was not as popular in the hood as, say, G-Unit or um, WooWare or any of the other brands. Because Sean John, when, when Puffy came out with Sean John, he had that idea in mind. Puffy tried to come out with a clothing line that was going to be like Versace or, or um, Gucci. He wanted his stuff to be more understated. This is why when you went to, you know, if you went to the store to buy some Sean John, it'll have like, it'll have like the Sean John in cursive, but it'll be small. And then it'll have uh, New York, Paris, France up under it. Because he was really trying to, he was really trying to make his, he was trying to make his brand upscale. But the problem is, what he didn't realize is, you know, because of the simple fact that um, black people have this thing when it comes to shopping with their own, 
you know, they couldn't view, they, they could not see his brand as an upscale brand because of the simple fact that it's, it, it wasn't an Italian designer. It wasn't somebody that wasn't part of the black community. You feel what I'm saying? Now, now if he was smart, <laughs> if he was smart, he would do, he would have did what Jay-Z did. If he was smart, he would have did what Jay-Z did. What did Jay-Z do? You, what did Jay-Z do, you might ask? Would you like to know what Jay-Z did? How many of you would like to know what Jay-Z did and he made a shitload of money off of it because of it? How many of you would like to know what Jay-Z did? Yeah, Sean John was better. It, it was better quality. It was better quality. I'm not. I'm not even talking about. I'm not even talking about Rockaware. I'm not even talking about Rockaware. Jay Z has so many freaking business ventures. It's crazy. That's how he became a billionaire, because of all the business ventures he has. I'm not even talking about Rockaware. Even though he did make a shitload of money off of Rockaway. Don't get it twisted. He did make a shitload of money off of Rockaway. But what what do you think Jay-Z did? Well, if you read the book, if you read the book Empire State of Mind, Empire State of Mind is not it's not a book written about Jay-Z from Jay-Z's perspective. It's a book written by a guy who basically interviewed and followed Jay-Z. Like, it, it, it's from the... Empire State of Mind is written from the perspective of a reporter. You understand? Like, if you read Gucci's... If you read Gucci's uh, uh, book, his autobiography, it's from his perspective. It's from Gucci's perspective. So he's telling you what he went through all of the shit that he went through, all of that. And that's most people. That's most people when they write a book about themselves. Um, Jay-Z's book, Empire State of Mind, is not written from his perspective. It's written from, from the perspective of somebody who observed him. Somebody who went and interviewed people that, people that knew him. You feel what I'm saying? So when the guy talks about the stuff that Jay-Z did and the business ventures that he did... Everybody knows that back in the day, no, not Dame Dash. Everybody knows that back in the day, Jay-Z used to promote Chris Style heavily. He used to promote the shit out of gold bottles, right? How many of y'all remember that? How many of y'all remember that shit? He used to promote. He used to promote the fuck out of Crystal. He used to promote them gold bottles like a motherfucker, and because of it, because of it, because of his level of celebrity, you had 
you had Negroes out here at every club buying Cristal bottles just to prove that they were ballers, right? So, eventually, they had a little issue, kind of similar to the Gucci issue, where Cristal, you know, the, the makers of it kind of kind of came off on some racist type shit. And Jay-Z looked at it like, wow, you know, I've been promoting this brand and I he, had, he didn't make any money off of that. Y'all know that, right? He didn't have no, he, he did not have, he did not, why do you think all of a sudden rappers started getting into the whole alcohol thing? Why do you think they did that? Because they got tired of promoting all of these different brands and wasn't getting a cut of it. They wasn't, they didn't get a cut of it. I think Nas has some sort of deal with Hennessy. You know, which was a smart move on his part. I think Nas has a deal with some sort of deal with Hennessy. I think he gets some sort of cut for for being a spokesman or promoting Hennessy or some shit like that. But you had other rappers that started getting into the the alcoholic beverage thing because it's like, why would I keep promoting um, these other uh, these brands that I'm not getting a cut of? So then you had uh, Puffy with Ciroc. You had all of the dudes that helped promote it, the Ciroc boys or whatever. And then you had, um, who else did you have? Um, you had uh, 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 Dipset with, with Scissor. You had, um, um, what was the other one? What was the other one? You had 50 with effing vodka. Um, but these guys started thinking, you know what? Yeah, you had Ludacris, you had, you had, uh, uh, you had Armandale. Now, Armandale was Dames. That was Dames, right? Um, but Jay-Z, you know what he did? This is what he did. This is what he did. He went, he had, he had some of his people. This is what he did. Now, now, this is not confirmation that he did this, because even in the book, the guy that's writing, he said he doesn't know this for a fact, but it's a theory. He thinks this is what he did. What he did is he had some of his people go over. They went over to, I think, France. I may be mistaken. I got to go back and read the book again. Went over to France, and they found this company. They found this little small company that was making wine. And it wasn't a company, it was a no-name company. Nobody knew the name of the company. Nobody, you know, it was really a mom-and-pop little thing, right? And made a business deal where basically bought the rights to that particular uh, uh, vintage, that particular brand, bought the rights to it, right? But kept his name completely off of it kept his name completely off of it, right? And started coming out with this brand, putting this brand in stores and in bars and shit, and then he promoted it as if it wasn't his. And even to this day, even to this day, he 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 pretends like he pretends like I think he pretends like he has a deal with them where he gets a cut for promoting it. Like, this is some 48 Laws of Power shit. Real shit. And I'm telling you right now, when I first got that book, I got that book because somebody did an interview 
talking to, talking to this female rapper who was cool with Jay at the time and was talking about how that was one of the books that Jay had. That's why I even got that book when I was 19. But this is some real 48 Laws of Power shit, right? Because basically what he did is he used a proxy to purchase a fairly cheap, when I say cheap, I mean cheap, like, the amount of money it costs to produce those bottles is nothing. You feel me? Basically, what he did was he wanted to create his own version of Cristal. His own version. Basically, take something that barely costs anything to make and then put it out there, promote it from his, from his using his celebrity, promote it, but pretending like it's not his. He doesn't own it. And it fucking worked. It fucking worked because if he had came out and said, this is mine, this is, this is, and, and all of these Negroes would have thought that it was from a black man, they wouldn't have spent money on it like they do, right? You know what it's called? How many of y'all know what it's called? Ace of spades. Ace of motherfucking spades. How much is a bottle of Ace of spades? I've never bought one. How, how much is a bottle? How much is a bottle of Ace of Spades? Couple hundred, right? Somebody said like a band. A band? thousand dollars, right? You know how much that shit costs to make? You know how much each of those bottles cost to make? <laughs> if you knew how much, if you, matter of fact, I'm not going, I'm not going to cheat for you. Go read the book. <laughs> Go read the book, uh, Empire State of Mind. You find out how much it costs to make a bottle of Ace of Spade, you're going to be like, holy shit. I see why he's a billionaire. I see why he's a billionaire. Like real shit. He got he got fucking he he got he got ownership in Uber. Did y'all know that shit? Did y'all know that shit? Did y'all know Jay got uh some ownership in Goop in uh Uber? Did y'all know that? Yeah, the markup on that eight on that bottle of ace of spades is fucking ridiculous. The markup on that shit is ridiculous. The fucking profit margin. I'll put it to you like this. The profit margin that he's making on Ace of Spade is 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 better than 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 the profit margin for crack in the 80s. Like real shit. That's why when everybody be talking about Jay, oh Jay a simp, Jay this, Jay that, man, Jay is a fucking genius. Jay is a fucking genius do you understand me and i'm not even saying that i'm not using that term loosely you understand that he is a fucking genius he did he did what i wish i would have been able to do because i thought about that a long time ago i thought about that a long time ago but i didn't even have i don't have the money to do it i thought about that a long time ago i thought about coming out with a company a business and putting a and putting a figurehead up there Finding some, finding some charismatic, cool white dude to be the CEO of, just so people would think that it's a white company. 
because that's the only way I would be able to get black people to really spend the money uh, 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 the way that they do with other groups. You feel me? This is the this is the strange psychology of black people. Y'all remember I did a video, I did a live stream about this, where I freaking played the um. Y'all remember where I did the live stream where I played uh, uh I played that old video, how to market to the Negro. Do y'all remember that? You said, why is it hard for blacks to support blacks? Because they are psychologically programmed not to. I think BGS said this one time, black people in America are, we may be walking around as black people. We may endure all of the things that black people endure, but mentally we are white people. Mentally we're white people. Mentally. Mentally we're white people. Because white and black is not a genetic thing. White and black is not a genetic thing. White and black is a cultural thing. It's, it's a social programming. And what you got to understand is that you are not socially programmed to be black. You are socially programmed to be a white person. You go to, if you go to public school, that programming that you get in the public school through the Prussian school system is the same programming that white people get. So if you're in school and you're reading books and stuff and everything that you read, and I think Grinch touched on this a little while ago, if you're reading books and you're reading in the book, the definition of white is pure, holy, uh, uh, clean, uh, uh, righteous. And then you're reading that black is dirty, ugly, uh, 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 negative, impure. You're being taught the same thing that white people are being taught. Because whether you know it or not, white people are being taught prejudice. They're not born prejudice. You do understand that. They're not born prejudice. Like, I think I had a discussion. I was in Discord one time. And um, and um, I was talking to uh, one chick that used to be in the Discord. And she asked me the question. She said, why is it... Um, she said, why is it they do certain things in media? And why do they, why is the program, why did, I forgot what she asked. I forgot what her question was. But I told her, I said, because they have to constantly program you. They have to constantly program you to keep everything going. Because guess what? If they stop programming you, white people might actually stop being racist. <laughs> Haven't you ever wondered why certain, certain people continue to be prejudiced? It's because they are programmed to be prejudiced. They are programmed to be prejudiced. And see, the difference is, look, we view them as being prejudiced because we're us. We look at them as being different from us. But we're all getting the same programming. We're just conflicted about the programming because when we look in the mirror, we see a black person or what is perceived to be a black person. But if you really think about it, you as a black person, you treat other black people the way white people treat black people. This is where the whole concept that the white man's ice is colder comes from. You understand? Manasseh Dope, appreciate you, fam. He said, we view our worth as less than nothing 
So in turn, we base the value of black property as criminal and cheap, as if you, as if to say, you like me, there's no way this product is legit or authentic. Exactly. Exactly, Manasseh Doke. That is the reason why you'll have black people come in here and tell me. Yesterday, a, a, a troll came in here and they gave themselves the name fake, fake merchandise. They came in here and told me that my business is not a legitimate business. And my merchandise is fake. And the only reason they said that shit, the only reason they said that shit is because what makes my merchandise fake and what makes my business illegitimate is the fact that I'm black. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing else. That is the only reason they said it. That's the only reason they said it. That's the only reason they said it. So you can't you can't talk that crazy shit to me because I paid attention in economics. I had an economics teacher that was out of this world. My economics teacher ran for fucking Congress. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anybody that, that was here and went to Millbrook High School, if you remember Mr. Uh, Kukowski, he actually ran for public office. This dude knew his shit. You understand what I'm saying? He knew his shit. I learned a lot in that economics class. That economics class was hard as shit. He taught at a college level. You understand? He was the type of teacher, you know, he would walk he would walk around the class and lecture. You feel me? And you had to take notes and, and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he was he he acted like a college professor. You know what I'm saying? And since then I have taken business courses. You understand what I'm saying? I've taken business courses. I've been in fucking sales. And 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 you know what? It, you know what it takes to be a business. You know what it really takes to be a business. What it takes to be a business. If I was to walk out here right now, if I was to go downtown, if I was to go downtown, purchase a peddler's license, right? Which doesn't really cost that much. I don't even think it's twenty dollars, if I'm not mistaken. Go down there, you buy you buy a peddler's license. You feel what I'm saying? Um, you come out here, you have a product. As long as that product is not illegal, as long as that product is, you know, like let's say for argument's sake you have incense and oils, or let's say that you make cakes and pies. You feel what I'm saying? There's a lady that comes, there's a lady that comes around here that, that sells pies and shit. You feel what I'm saying? And she's, and it's legit. It's not like she's doing it on a bootleg level. If, if I were to go and get a peddler's license, and I was to come out. Matter of fact, I used to be out in um, one of these shopping centers out here selling mixed CDs. Like mixed CDs. You know how back in the day they used to have DJ Envy, uh, DJ Clue, uh, all of the mixed CDs, right? I've had the police pull up on me and ask me, what do you have in the bag? And I'm like, mixed CDs. And be like, let me see them. And they'll look at them. And then I'll reach in my pocket and pull out my peddler's license and hand it to them. And they would give me back my mix CDs and say, you have a nice day. And they would get back in their car and drive off. 
I'm going to say that again. In fact, me and my cousin had peddler's license, and one of my homeboys didn't. There was one day that we were out there selling mixed CDs. The police pulled up, looked at our mixed CDs. My cousin pulled out his peddler's license. I pulled out my peddler's license, and they literally arrested my homeboy because he did not have a peddler's license and let us go. That's how easy it is to be a legitimate business. That's how easy it is. That's that's the difference between a legitimate. You know what the difference? You know? Do you want to honestly know what the difference is between being a legitimate business and an illegitimate business? Do y'all really want to know what the difference is? one if you want to know what the difference is. I can tell you the difference right now. Thank you, Scooby-Doo. If the government gets their cut, that's the difference. Because the whole point of paying the peddler's license is that's you paying your taxes. That's what that is. That's you paying your fucking taxes. As long as you're not doing anything illegal, okay? As long as you're not doing anything illegal, your business is a legitimate business as long as you are paying taxes. Point blank period. You don't have to have, you don't have to have a, a brick and mortar shop with your shingle hung out. You don't have to have this grandiose, you don't have to have any of that. And see, this is the main reason why black people find it so difficult, okay? To be entrepreneurs because they think they need all of these grandiose things to 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 be a business you don't all you know what you need what you really need to start a business is you need a good product or service that is legitimate that is not illegal you need a good product or a good service and you need to start marketing it that's it that's it and it doesn't matter what your business is it doesn't matter what your product or service is as long as it's not illegal you can start a business right now and i used to i said this before it even happened me and my homeboys started businesses that we weren't able to get off the ground because we didn't have the funding for it that are serious businesses right now a couple of years back i said man you know what i should do there's a lot of I said, there's a lot of restaurants out here that don't deliver. I should, I should go on Craigslist and I should offer my services to where, like, the way I was going to do it, I was going to go around to, like, a lot of these corporations around here, a lot of these uh, corporate places and these call centers. And what I was going to do was I was going to go in there and give them a menu of all of the places that I'd be willing to drive. And what I would do is I would say to them, look, you guys put in all your orders and I'll go pick the orders up and bring them to your business. And nowadays, that's called DoorDash. That's called Grubhub. That's the difference between having an idea, being an entrepreneurial uh, mind 
but not having the necessary capital to get it off the ground. You feel me? But that was that was my concept. I'm going to tell you another business that I did start. Another business that I start, I used to do I used to do um I used to do on-demand oil change services. I would go what I did is I had a I had a I had this big black Dickies jumpsuit, right? That had my logo embroidered on it. Right? I had a form that I made that 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 you know the people fill their name out and all of that good shit and sign the paperwork and everything. And and you know, I, I had it made like I had the custom joint made that had the carbon copy and everything. So when I when I fill out the work order, I pull out the sheet, they get a copy of it, and I get a copy of it. And I used to go around here in the Raleigh area and I would do people's oil changes while they were at work or while they were in the mall shopping. You feel what I'm saying? I used to do that. Now, unfortunately, there's actually a service. There's actually a service that sells a, a fucking a trailer kit. That the trailer kit, you, you, you can hook it to the back of your car. It's a big ass trailer kit. It has a it has a uh, it has a big ass reservoir in it. It has two reservoirs. It has one reservoir for the clean oil, and it has one reservoir for the dirty oil. And then it has like a, a pump system, right? It has a pump system. And what you do is you go to somebody's job, and then you don't even got to lift the car up. What you do is you open up the hood, and it has the hose that goes down through the top of the engine. When you take the top off, it goes down in the engine, and it sucks all of the old oil out. You feel what I'm saying? And then you put the new oil in, and then you change you change the freaking oil filter, and then you charge the person for the service. It, only, it, it doesn't even take 20 fucking minutes to do. The only problem was with that system, they wanted, at the time, they wanted like a few grand. They wanted a few grand for the shit, and I didn't have a few grand for the shit. So I did it the old-fashioned way. I did it the old-fashioned way. I had my jack kit, all of that shit. I would go to wherever the fuck they was at, jack the joint up, drain the oil, boom, boom, boom. And how I disposed of the oil is I would go to one of the shops because the shops always have these big reservoirs where you can dispose of the oil. So I would go, I, I would go to the shops, and I and I would, you know, uh, develop a relationship with some of the shops because my pops was a mechanic out here, and I'd be like, hey man, do you mind if I dispose of this old oil? Because if you change your oil, um, if you change your oil at home, a lot of these shops out here they will give you the ability to come there and dispose of your old oil because that's a that's an environmental hazard. You have to take it to a shop to where they can, you know what I'm saying? What I really wanted, at some point, I wanted to buy my own shop. Because at the shops, they actually have, you can have a thing that actually recycles the oil. You feel what I'm saying? But people think, you know, this is why when I tell you guys, look, let's just keep it real. I'm going to keep it 100% honest with you. If I was able to tap into the wealth of this country, in other words, if I was able to go to a bank and get a loan for $100,000, $200,000, I would already be a millionaire. Because I've tried so many business ventures. And, and the reason why a lot of my business ventures ended up failing is because of capital. That's it. 
It wasn't because the concept wasn't a good concept, because what ends up happening with a lot of my concepts and a lot of the concepts that my homeboys came up with, people will come along and they'll do that business on a grander scale because they have the capital to invest in the business. You know something else I used to do? Let me tell you something else I used to do. What I used to do, I used to go on Craigslist and um, I would find people selling their old iPhones, right? And I would get the iPhone, I would get the iPhone like $80, or some shit like that, right? And then I would come home and I would post that iPhone on uh, uh, Amazon. And I'd mark it up and make like a $100 profit off of it. The only problem was Amazon got to the point where you can't, you can't do that without going through a bunch of extra steps. Used to, you could just buy something and post it on Amazon. But nowadays, if it's an iPhone, you got to send it in to them first just to make sure that it's not fake or make sure it's not stolen or some shit like that, right? But I would put ads on Craigslist, right? Saying, hey, I'll buy your iPhone from you, right? I even got it to the point to where I was getting ready to start repairing them. Like where somebody has a cracked iPhone, yo, I'll buy it from you. And then have the repair kit, repair it, and then turn around and sell it. But guess what? I didn't have the capital to try to expand on that business. So a year later, I'm sitting there in, in the living room when we was in the townhouse. I'm sitting there watching TV, and all of a sudden, the ad comes on TV. We'll buy your phones. You go by Walmart, they've got a freaking bin in there. They've got an automated bin to buy the phone from you. You see what I mean? See, that's the name of the game in this country. Anybody can be rich if they've got a great idea. But the only problem is your great idea, you have to have the necessary capital to fund it. This is why the rich stay rich and the poor stay poor. This is part of the reason because this is, this is truly the land of opportunity. Don't get it twisted. It is. It is, but you got to read the fine print. <laughs> it's the land of opportunity if you have the necessary capital to invest in your opportunity. Four ten Carpenter Legend says, "Sad that Uber started in Baltimore." Hey man, before Uber came along, I had that business too. That's what I was doing on the side when I had my BMW. When I had my BMW, this was before Uber. This was this was way before Uber. Well, not way before Uber, but I'd say a couple years before Uber. Um, you know, on the weekends when I wasn't working, I would post ads for my driving service. Elite, uh, what was this shit called? Something elite. I forgot what I used to call it. I called it elite something. I forgot what it was. But I didn't market it to average everyday people. I marketed it to business people, to people that were flying into RDU airport and they didn't want to rent a car. They wanted to be driven around to wherever they needed to go. 
You know what I'm saying? I marketed to them and it was way the what I was charging was way more than what Uber charges. You know what I'm saying? Each time I picked somebody up, I made at least a hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? I made at least a hundred dollars. But I've man, I've had so many different business ventures that I've tried over the years. But a lot of them, you know, I couldn't keep them going because I didn't have enough I didn't have enough capital to invest in them. You know, most businesses, most businesses fail within the first year if you don't have sufficient capital to keep them going. See, really, if you start a business, you really need enough money to, to hold you down through that first couple of years. You need enough money to hold you down through that first couple of years. So, like, say for argument's sake, you were to open up a, um, a tattoo shop, right? Well, ideally, I mean, you could tough it out. You could tough it out and do it the hard way, which is just open the motherfucker up and then, like, market like a motherfucker, promote like a motherfucker, and then just try to fucking, you know, cut corners as far as, like, your lifestyle and just be tight with your money so that you can maintain until you get your, your, your traffic coming in. But really, the ideal way to do it is you, you go to the bank and you get a loan for enough money to buy, you know, to buy the fixtures for the for the actual site, to um, rent the actual site for at least a year. You know what I'm saying? So you have enough, you have the money for the for the rent for for at least a year. You know what I'm saying? And and basically now. You're, you're running your business and you're just paying the monthly loan back, but you've got everything that you need. You feel what I'm saying? And the rent is paid up and all of that shit so that you can stay afloat while you're trying to get the business off the ground. That's really the way you should do it. Either either going to a bank and getting the loan or if you have uh, connections to where you can get an angel investor or you know maybe you got family members that got money that's willing to be silent partners and invest in what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't really have, if you don't have the necessary capital, you, you're going to, you're going to run into a lot of problems. You're going to run into a lot of difficulties. Uh, Charlie Pinello, appreciate you, fam. Even now, even now, like right now, I got, right now I got some money coming and um, I'm trying to figure out what type of business that I can invest in. I'm really thinking about real estate because the real estate market around here is, you know, the prices just continue to go up and up and up. And I'm thinking about trying to get like a, 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 a duplex or something to rent out. You feel what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I've tried so many business ventures. Like I know, I know the ins and outs of business. Like I know the ins and outs of business. And the one thing that I know when it comes to business, which is the really unfortunate part, is when you're marketing to black people and you're a black person, the support just isn't there. It's not there. It's just not there. It's not there. And it's not there because, like I said before, we're all, we're all taught and programmed to think like white people. And white people are taught and programmed to think that black people are untrustworthy. Like, how many of you right now, 
have said to yourself, I'm thinking about starting a business. And then you'll say to yourself, but I don't think I'm a hire no niggas. How many of you have said that to yourself? Let's just be honest. Keep it real. How many of you have said to yourself, I want to start a business, but I don't think I'm going to hire any black people. I'm going to hire some white people so I can make sure the businesses run right. How many of you have thought that? Be honest. Be honest. Where do you think that comes from? See, we, we, we don't want to say shit like that because we think, damn, man, that, that makes me a sellout, man. That makes me a coon. It's not, it doesn't make you a sellout and it doesn't make you a coon. What it is, is you're programmed to think that way. Like you're programmed, you are, you are programmed to think that way. You're programmed to think that way. And, 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 you know, to take it even further, to take it a step even further, right? To take it a step even further. There is some merit to it. Like, don't think for, don't think for one second there isn't any merit to it. There is some merit to it. And I'm going to tell you why there's merit to it. If you work for a white company, you will get paid on time. If you work for a black company, you got to wonder if you're going to get paid on time. That's some true shit. But where does that come from? Where does that come from? If you hire black folks in your business, sometimes they will mess up your business. But where does that come from? Why do we do that? We do that because if you're being programmed to think that black people ain't shit, what does that do to your self-esteem as a black person? Doesn't it make you feel like, you know what, people don't expect shit out of me anyway, so fuck it, I might as well be what people expect me to be. How many black people do you think walk around here that, that, that think to themselves subconsciously that they're not shit because of that programming? How many white people do you think try their best to run their business like clockwork because they're programmed that white is right and they're expected to be good business owners. It's all the psychology. It's the programming. You understand what I'm saying? It's the programming. That's all the fuck it is. Because a white person can mess up a business just as easily as a black person could. White person can be late. Black person can be late. We're, we're really no different when it comes to that. It's the programming. That's all it is. It's the programming. That's all it really boils down to. It's the fucking programming. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, but I'm going to tell you what... See, what frustrates me about it, what frustrates me about the entire concept is the fact that I know that's what it is. And I know that it's that circumstance that hinders me from being able to grow the way I want to grow, the way I want to be prosperous. You got a lot of, look, Jay-Z is a genius, but he's not unique. He's not. He isn't. 
Robert F. Smith is, is a genius, but he's not unique. He's not unique. Those brothers were in the right place at the right time, and they capitalized on it because of their genius. There's a lot of us out here who are genius. We're just not in the right places at the right time. That's real shit. That's real motherfucking shit. That's real shit. Kanye isn't a genius. Kanye has genius moments. Kanye West is not a genius. He has genius moments. Now, when it comes to music, musically, musically, yes, he's a fucking genius. Musically, yes. Musically, he's a fucking genius. Musically, he's a genius, but, but he's also a victim. He's also a victim of his own success. He's also a victim of his own success. Not to mention the fact that ever since that shit happened with his mother, he's been kind of on a downhill slope as far as his, as far as his um, mental fortitude, as far as his, his sanity. He's been on a, I think his mother was kind of like his anchor. You know, and ever since that shit happened, he's been like he he's just been on a downhill slope as far as his um as far as his sanity. You know what I'm saying? He's just yeah, he's 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 in this sunken place like a motherfucker, man. And I feel bad because I really liked Kanye. When Kanye first came out, I was one of his biggest fans. I used to tell people, I was like, yo, when when he when he dropped that first album. When he dropped that first album, um, um, uh, College Dropout, I was like, yo, this dude is gonna be, this dude is gonna fucking blow up. I knew he was gonna blow up. I knew he was gonna go really far. Like, I knew he was gonna go really far. And that's the one, that's the one thing that makes me question, like, I, you know, I, I, Dame Dash, to me, is a very intelligent dude. He's a very, uh business savvy dude the only reason he's going through a lot of shit that he's going through right now is because he's he's basically being blackballed but the one thing that makes me question uh dame dash's um 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 the one thing about him that he did that i questioned he he, he said that kanye shouldn't rap that's the one thing that's the one thing he said that i kind of i was like i don't know bro you i think he was wrong on that one you know what I'm saying? But, you know, everybody can't be right all the fucking time. You feel what I'm saying? He was down here in North Carolina not too long ago. And one of my homeboys actually hung out with him. And um, I was like, damn, how the fuck did I miss that? Because I would have loved to pick, I would have loved to pick his brain. I would have loved to pick his, like, there's some of these dudes, like, they give interviews and shit, and the interviews are straight, but I would, I would like to have a fucking one-on-one -on -one conversation. Like, I would love to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with Jay-Z, like, to where I could ask him questions that interviewers are not gonna fucking ask him, and I could get the answers from him that he wouldn't say in front of everybody. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like, I would love to have a, a street nigga to street nigga conversation with him. Like, for real. Him, 50, shit, Diddy. 
You know what I'm saying? Hell, I would love to have a conversation with Robert F. Smith. Like real shit. Real motherfucking shit. Hell, I would love to have a conversation with Warren Buffett if the motherfucker would tell me the truth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If he would tell me the truth, I would love to have a conversation with him. Just chop it up with him. You know what I'm saying? Sit in a smoker shop and put him at ease. Let him let him smoke some cigars and fucking drink some fucking either some brandy or some cognac. Let that motherfucker get nice and tight. And then start then, then start spewing all of this shit out. I would love, I would sit there like this. My ears would be, I wouldn't say two words. <laughs> I'd be like, go on. Go on. <laughs> That's the only thing I would say. I would just let them talk at length. Go on, go on. I would absorb that shit like a fucking sponge, nigga. I'd be SpongeBob SquarePants that day, nigga. Real shit. Because that's the other thing. That's the other thing that's lacking in the black community. The other thing that's lacking in the black community is there are very few people that we can converse with that's going to tell us something that's actually going to make a major impact in our life. That's why these, that's why, that's why the black manosphere is so important. You know how many dudes I've had conversations with on panels? I may not agree with their lifestyle. I may not agree with where they came up, but I've heard them say shit. And I'd be like, wow, I've never heard anybody say that. There's one brother, I forgot his name. What, what is the Ulysses? Ulysses was up there having a conversation one day, and he said, well, you know, when my wife, you know, his wife passed away. But he said, when my wife was living, I didn't have those problems when it came to my marriage because my marriage was through an LLC contract. I said, holy shit, I've never heard anybody say that before. And I have yet to pick his brain about that. I have yet to pick his fucking brain about that. And the reason why is because a couple of times we had disagreements on other fucking topics and shit. So we wasn't able to really get into that. You know what I'm saying? But that's the biggest thing, man. The biggest thing is, you know, you have individuals who... You have individuals who, like, you have some of us who are thirsty for knowledge. Like, we're hungry for information. Um, so that we can actually apply that information to our lives and be able to make a change. That's why when, like, when I have conversations like this, when I'm sitting there having conversations like this, this is why it pisses me off when people come in and want to troll me or like the chick early that wanted to come in. It, like she doesn't give a fuck about you guys learning anything. She doesn't give a fuck about progress. She doesn't give a fuck about none of that. She just gives a fuck about coming in here and showing me up. She just gives a fuck about coming in here and trying to prove that she's right and I'm wrong. And that's 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 the limit. That's the limit of her uh, um, of her of her view. You understand? That's the limit of her of her um, mental capacity. She doesn't give a damn about any of the other shit. You feel me? Because for one thing, she came in here and said she went to the, you know, uh, um, 59th Street and bought a bag from Louis Vuitton. Well, here's my thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't shit on nobody for wanting their personal preferences or whatever. But guess what? When my ass was broke, you wouldn't see me buying fucking... You wouldn't see me buying these fucking cigars. Because I didn't have the money for it. You feel what I'm saying? So my question would have been to her is... Oh, word, you bought a bag from Louis Vuitton? What do you do for a living? 
Because be truthfully honest, if you don't make at least six figures, you ain't got no business buying a Louis Vuitton bag. And that's not me trying to hate on you. That's just that's just fiscally irresponsible. If you if you don't make at least six figures, you have no business in the Louis Vuitton store. None. None. And when I was asking about the price tag, that was a fucking trick question. You feel me? And if you don't know why that's a trick question, I don't know what to tell you. Go Google it. We'll wait. But that, that annoys me when somebody comes in and wants to derail the conversation. Because there's a lot of black brothers that are sitting here right now listening. You've never heard a nigga talk like this before. Am I wrong? And when I say this, I'm not talking about here on YouTube. I'm talking about in your personal life. In your personal life, if you're, if you're 18 years old right now and you're watching me, if you're 19 years old right now and you're watching me, who in your personal life do you hear talk like this? Let's just keep it real. Who in your personal life do you hear talk like this? Who do you hear speak like this? On a regular basis. On a regular basis. You know what? I actually was going to get into day trading. I was going to get into that. I was going to get into that. <laughs> oh, Lord. Archer said, angry man, you have to stop asking people if they make six figures because that question is too easy to lie about you have to ask them how much they make a month oh yeah you're right you're right about that archer you're right about that well put it this way put it this way unless you make 10 bands a month Unless you make 10 bands or more a month, you don't got no business shopping in the Louis Vuitton store. And uh, Archer, I will take that into advisement. I'll put a pin in that in my brain, and the next time I have a conversation, I will ask them how much they make a month. I will. But... Yeah, yeah. It, it is just like, do you have a husband? But keep it real. How many of you press one in the chat room if you are under 25? Male or female, press one in the chat room if you're under 25 years old. I know my demographic is usually a little bit higher than 25, but I know some show shaders younger. Okay, doctor. All right. You got two, three. What's going on, Kendra? You got two, three, four. Four. Five. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm not going to shit on anybody because of the simple fact that, you know, whenever I do shows like this, you guys donate. You, you guys contribute. You contribute. You know what I'm saying? Manasseh Dope just contributed a, a substantial amount, and I appreciate you for that, bro. And people periodically contribute in the chat room. But for all of you guys that are under 25 years old, do you have any earthly idea 
the wealth of information you're getting right now. The wealth of information you're getting right now is priceless. It is priceless. You can't put a price on it. And I'm not trying to put one on it. You know what I'm saying? What y'all contribute, y'all contribute. But it's priceless. It is fucking priceless. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to say this again. If you're black and you're under 25 in your social group, who do you hear speaking like this? That's my question. And I know the answer because I remember being that age and there was probably one, maybe two people in my lifetime that spoke like this. And even when they spoke like this, they didn't tell me everything. Like real shit. Hey, Drew Bless, me and you both, fam. I wish I had this years ago, too. The information I have now, I wish I had this years ago, too. I wish I did. Like, if I was... If I was... Let's say I was... Uh, Let's say I was 21, making the type of money that I make now. My main priority would be getting a car, a flashy... Matter of fact, you know what? I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. That's not true. That's not true. That is not true. When I was... When I was 19... No, when I was 20... When I was 20 years old, I got into a car accident, and I was on the Kirby van when I got into this car accident. Me and a few other guys were in the Kirby van, right, going around to sell Kirbys, and we got into a car accident, and, you know, I had a little issue with my back, so I went to the chiropractor, I went to... The Lord, I went to a lawyer, all of that shit. So a year later, I got a settlement. And I think the settlement was like, if I'm not mistaken, the settlement was around 13, 14,000, maybe something like that. Maybe 13, 13,000, I think, right? Either 12 or 13, some somewhere in that realm. I can't remember what the actual settlement was because I only remember what I got. So after the the medical bills, the, the chiropractor bill, you know what I'm saying, the, the lawyer got his cut, I cleared about $8,000. Soul Shader said, I'm constantly improving just from being around you, bro. I got a raise at my job. And a pay bonus this week. That money attraction shit is real talk. It's real as fuck. Hey. <laughs> congratulations, bro. I'm glad to hear that shit. Um, but I got that money. I got that money and... I didn't go out and buy a car. 
I was 21 years old. I didn't go out and buy a car. I didn't even have a car at the time. I didn't have a car at the time because the car that I had had broke down. Now, most black men at that age, 20, 20, 21 years old, first thing they're going to do is go buy a car. In fact, I remember my homeboys talking shit to me. Cause they're like, why you didn't buy a car? You know what I went and bought? I went and bought a fucking computer. I went and bought a fucking computer. That's what I bought. I bought a computer. Now, all of the other guys that were my age, they didn't want no computer. Now, around that time, see, y'all got to realize, y'all live in a very, um, y'all live in a very different world right now. Y'all live in a very different world. Nowadays, you can go to a, if you just want a basic PC, you can go to a Walmart and you get a PC for $300. It's nothing. It costs nothing. When, when I, when when I was 21, a computer cost anywhere from a thousand to two thousand dollars. Shit, some of them were three thousand dollars, just for the basic PC. Not, not no like nowadays. You pay a thousand dollars for a computer, you're gonna get this gaming monster. You know what I'm saying? You spend a couple thousand, you, you're gonna get a beast. But, but back then, two thousand dollars got you a basic PC. Basic PC. I went and bought that PC and I didn't look back. And because I bought that PC at 21, that's the main reason why I got I got homeboys right now that are just now learning how to use computers and use the internet and things that and I got homeboys that's trying their best to figure out, God damn, how the fuck do you make money on YouTube? How do you make money on the internet? I have homeboys that don't know how to do that. Literally, they don't. And and I could try to explain it to them, but they don't get it. You know, when I'm talking about explain, I'm talking about the technicalities of it, like setting up everything and, and getting everything to where it's automated and shit. Like right now, when it comes to my clothing, I just designed the clothing. All of that shit is automated. I don't have to print anything. I don't have to do anything. You know what I'm saying? I just designed the clothes. I put the designs up. And when you guys purchase the clothing, the company that, that makes the shirts, they get the order through my website. So it, it goes to them. They get the order. They charge my bank account for the cost of making it. And then they ship it to you. All of that shit is automated. I don't got to do nothing. You feel the only time I have to do something is if somebody hits me up and say, hey, man, I didn't get my order. And then I got to go into the system and figure out what the fuck is going on and why you didn't get your order and shit. But trying to explain it to them, it, it, it's complicated. And they don't realize the reason why I'm ahead of the curve is because at 21, you know what I'm saying, in the, in the late 90s, when everybody else was worried about being flashy, when everybody else was worried about having a, a car with rims on it and a system in it and, and having flashy clothes and shit and looking good for everybody, I was I was in the crib on my computer learning learning how to trying to figure out how to make money on this fucking internet. Cause I knew it was gonna all this shit that you see right now, I knew it was gonna be this. I knew it was gonna be this. You understand? When when I when I moved places, the first thing that I did was I, I I would pay my rent, get the key, and the moment I paid my rent, the first place I would call is I would call the fucking the lights would already be on, but I would call the electric company to transfer the lights from the apartment complex into my name. 
But then the very next call I would make would be to whatever internet provider it was around because I knew I had to be on the internet because I knew the internet was going to be the wave of the future. I knew that every, I knew that all commerce was going to be over the internet. I knew that shit, right? So I got a computer. And I'm going to tell you right now, that first PC, that first PC paid for itself many times over. Many times over. You feel what I'm saying? Many times over. Like, I can truly say it was an investment. And to this day, any computer I buy pays for itself. Any computer that I buy pays for itself. That's why I don't mind upgrading every once. Like, right now, I got a computer that's a monster. It's a monster, but I'm... But I'm thinking about getting an even stronger one. You feel me? Matter of fact, right now I got two computers in here. I got two computers in here. The first computer that I had when I... Uh, the first desktop that I was using a couple of years ago um, got donated to me by High Def. Shout out to High Def wherever he's at. He donated uh, a refurbished... Um, uh, what kind of computer? I think it was a Dell, if I'm not mistaken. But I kept the joint. I upgraded it and kept it. Right now, that's the computer my son uses. My oldest son, the one y'all see doing the drawings and shit. And, um, you know, all of the stuff he does. I, the other day I was looking. That dude has a freaking... He has a... Like, the other day I was looking. He was in his Discord server. Going through all of the names of the people in his Discord. Like, giving them their permissions and shit. And I'm like, holy shit, this dude got more people... In his Discord server than I do. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, he, you know, he uses that computer um, to pretty much network and, you know, do his little, uh, um, do his little uh, art, um, art commissions and shit like that, right? I got to find him a fucking animation school. He's, he's going to graduate next year. I got to find him an animation school so I can get him into that because he really wants to do animation. But um, the thing about it is, you know, the computer that I got now, it's, it's a really good computer, but I want to upgrade it. You know what I'm saying? I want to upgrade it so that I could actually um, do more. You feel what I'm saying? But every computer that I've ever gotten has paid for itself. You feel what I'm saying? Archer said, I was hit by a car when I was four years old. When I turned 18, I got a settlement for 15000 roughly. I blew it all on anime and video games. Say it ain't so, bruh. <laughs> you, know, you know what I spent my, you know what I spent my 8000 on? I spent my, the first thing I bought was a computer. I didn't buy a laptop because I wanted to get, I wanted to get a desktop and a laptop, but I decided not to get a laptop because that was going to take the bulk of the money, right? That was going to take a chunk of the money, but like I would have ended up spending like $5,000, right? At the time. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a desktop computer. I got a desktop computer. I bought a fucking, I bought a couple of handguns. I bought a I bought a P90 Ruger because I had just turned 21 and I was able to get guns and shit. And the Ruger, the Ruger I was looking at at the time was like 500 and some dollars. I bought that and I bought some clothes. 
And that's what I bought with that money. And some of it I saved it and like kind of pinched at it. You know what I'm saying? But that that freaking what you call it was able to um a house that has enough room for my studio but has enough room has enough room to where I can put a recording studio like a like an actual recording studio for when you record music because you know my second son he raps and shit and I'm like when I was younger the part part of the reason I wasn't able to get my rap shit off when I was a teenager is because I didn't have access to a studio so you know that's the other thing I want to do but, um, let's see. Kendra said, yeah, they don't know the struggle. That's the dowry I asked my husband for. He wanted to get me a ring. I asked for a PC. A good one back then was 1K or more easy. Yep. Yep. Truth said my sister got a settlement for 30,000. Damn. And bought a new car for 32,000 and it got repoed, but my dad told her not to get a brand new car and invest most of it, but she didn't listen. Wow, I've never got I've never gotten a settlement that big. Like if man shit, bruh, if I ever got a settlement for over twenty thousand dollars, I would never yo, I would invest in something and I wouldn't look back. I've never gotten a settlement that big. I've never gotten that much money at one time. Ever. Ever in life. If I ever got like the money that's coming now, I don't know how much it's gonna be. But I've never got that type of money, right? Serious Killmonger said, Angry Man, you a rapper? I used to be. I used to be back in the day. I used to be. I used to. I used to rap. I used to rap. I created a whole album. Don't ask me where it's at. My cousin probably has like a... My cousin probably has a copy of it at his studio in VA. But um, yeah, I, cre I had a whole fucking album, yeah. I had a whole album. Niggas was bumping my shit, too. Niggas in that little area was bumping my shit, man. Niggas was like, yo, man, your album, The Truth. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? But, you know, by the time I actually got into a space where I could actually do something with it, I was pushing 30. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, rap is a young dude's game. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't trying to be no rapper at 30 years old. You feel what I'm saying? I, w I wasn't trying to be no rapper at 30. Mm -mm. 
That's that's not a good look. That's not a good look. I didn't I didn't want to be rapping at 30 years old. You feel me? I had the album saved on a hard drive. I had it saved on a hard drive. Well, really, I had one album. I had one album. Um, I had one album that I did when I was in VA. But I had another one. I had. I didn't have another one. I had. I had a couple of singles that I made. I had a couple singles that I made with with my homeboy, cause like I was I was I think I was I want to say I was twenty I want to say I was thirty at the time. My homeboy wanted to rap, and there was this dude that had this little uh, underground record label, and he was he was pretty much putting up all of the money for us to go in the studio and shit, but it didn't pan out. It didn't it didn't go. It didn't turn into anything. Because we was getting ready to start doing shows and all of that shit, but it didn't, you know, it'd it be like that sometimes when you're dealing with, with niggas. What's that, what's that website? There's a website that rappers put they, used to put their music on. It's not SoundCloud. If you guys can remind me of the website, I can look it up. If you guys can remind me of the website. It's one website that rappers used to put their music on. It's not LimeWire. It's not LimeWire, it's another one. It isn't that piff. It isn't that piff. It isn't SoundClick. Hold on, let me see if I can look it up. Let's see. Reverb Nation. Reverb Nation. Y'all hear that shit? Y'all hear that? That's my homeboy. Can y'all hear that? That's my homeboy, Vega.
that nigga could, yo, that nigga could spit. That's my, that's my whole boy. That's used, that's who used to cut my hair and shit. That nigga's a monster. I don't even remember this shit. I don't remember all of this shit. I don't even remember what my verse sound like. <laughs> I gotta stop that shit. <laughs> God damn. Was that me? <laughs> oh my God. The fucking energy on that shit is crazy. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta rewind that shit. Hold the fuck up. Valdez going in All I do is fucking win Pop nigga whole act Understood Cause I'm up to no good fire right there. <laughs> that was a fire right there i forgot about that mm. that was some fire right there i don't care what look I, look i appreciate it if y'all think it was hot goddamn it but can't nobody tell me it wasn't <laughs> i don't care what nobody say Shorty in the 
like a sex fiend, praying for her next fix. I'm like a sex god, blessing her with magic stick. That was supposed to be like a radio hit. Some old laid back motherfucking shit. Y'all got me fucking reminiscing, man. I ain't trying to be no fucking rapper. I ain't trying to be no fucking rapper, nigga. Fuck that shit. That's 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 back in the day. Plus, that shit, that shit, that shit ain't gonna sound right with that shit that's out here right now. You feel what I'm saying? That shit ain't gonna sound right with that shit that's out here right now. You feel me? But don't get it twisted. The gift ain't going nowhere. It ain't going nowhere. My son didn't get it from nowhere, nigga. My son didn't get it from nowhere, nigga. Real shit, nigga. I can write some shit, nigga. Don't get it twisted, nigga. Hold on. Nicole's view says, sounded like Ice Cube on that first track. <laughs> That's funny. Ice Cube. Some people be saying Jim Jones. <clears throat> some people be saying Jim Jones and shit. But niggas be saying that they'll say Jim Jones or Ice Cube or some shit like that. Now, I used to put this, see, this is the crazy shit, y'all. When I first came out, when I first came on YouTube, this was at the end of my videos. This song right here was at the end of my videos. Like, real shit. That shit right there was at the end of my videos. talking shit. You listen to my music, you can hear I've been talking shit. Yeah, you can send it, Manasseh Dope. Leaking 
You know what, with this one, my man was telling me, my homeboy was telling me that my shit was too complicated. And so he was like, yo, man, you got to dumb it down a little bit. So with this joint, I was trying to make, I was trying to make some shit that niggas could repeat easily. You know how niggas be dumbing down their raps? Like 50 did that shit. You know what I'm saying? I said y'all can't find it. Hold on, I put I put that shit in the link for you. And where the fuck is this shit at? Nasa Doke said, can I send you a song I made to play? Yeah, you can send it, fam. You said I sound like Ross on that one? Let's see. Let me, let me go back to that shit real quick. I put in work. Y'all niggas like to call out. God damn. That's a little hot. That's a little hot. That's a little hot. I give myself, I give myself a, 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 a 8.5 on that one. On that little track right there. On that little that little last part right there where I switched up the flow. You feel me? <laughs> I said try your luck. <laughs> That music has no age limit. I don't know, man. Niggas get to talking shit to you, nigga. You be you be a certain age trying to rap. Niggas be like, man, get your old ass the fuck up out of here, nigga. With that old ass shit, nigga. Nigga old as fuck out here trying to rap, nigga. Fuck out of here, nigga. With that with that shit, nigga. Fuck you, mean nigga. <laughs> you said you sent it. Hold on, let me. 
Let me see. Let me see. Goddamn, the sun is getting on my ass. Hold on. You sent it. Where's it at, fam? Hold on. Where'd you send it? You sent it in Discord? Where'd you send it, bro? Okay, so we're back. My bad. Let me go back to the, let me go back to my man track real quick. Uh, that ain't it. All right. Excuse me. Man. <clears throat> let's give everybody, let's give everybody a second to pile back in. I want to play the track from my man Manasseh Dope. I want to play his part. His part was at the end. Brother was singing on the track. Hold on. Matter of fact, y'all give me one second to use the bathroom. So, oh man. Okay. We still live? Press one in the chat room. We still live. Press one. We still live. Press one. Let me know we still live, Negro. We know we still live. Okay, cool. All right, so this was this was Manasseh Dope. Let me let me play Manasseh Dope real quick. Struggling with my problems while I'm stuck in this place. Every day I'm trying to solve them. I don't know what to say. Wishing that I could make a change, but I can't seem to find a way. Stop playing. That ain't you, Manasseh Dope. Stop lying, fam. That's you. That ain't you. Is that you, bruh? <laughs> Is that you? That ain't you. Stop, stop lying, nigga. That ain't you. Is that you for real? Where yet? He He's still in here? Is that you for real, fam? Where'd he go?
Is he in here? Oh Lord, he flipped it. I gotta play it back. Struggling with my problems, so I'm stuck in this place. Every day I'm trying to solve them, I don't know what to say. Wishing that I could make a change, but I can't seem to find a way. Come out with your own shit, bruh. You need to come out with your own shit, bruh. By yourself. You need to come out with your own joint by yourself, my nigga. Real shit. Real shit. Nah, that's not me. That's um that's Manassa Dope singing. You need you need to come out with your own shit, bruh. Like, like now. Like real shit. Like now, bruh. That shit is fire. That shit is fire. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's, they try to put a little age limit. <clears throat> they try to put a little age limit on, on rapping, but you know, there ain't no age limit on singing, bruh. Real shit. Nah, man. That shit sound better than Usher. <laughs> Somebody said Usher influence. No, that sound better than Usher. That sound better than Usher. You said age limit on rapping? Yeah, there's an age limit on rapping. Yes. How many, how many of y'all would agree to that? There's an age limit on rapping. Keep it real, man. There's an age limit on rapping, man. He said Jay-Z and Dre old and still in rap, but they started young. That don't really apply to them. It don't apply to them because they they started they started out younger. And now, yeah, they're older now, but they started out. That don't really apply to them. That don't really apply to them. You don't see dudes, you don't see dudes coming out as rappers in their 30s and shit. You don't you don't see that shit. Especially not nowadays. Nowadays, these dudes be young as I don't know what. These dudes be young as I don't know what, man.
That doesn't mean it can't be done. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. It can be done. But I'm not the nigga to do it. I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying to tackle that. I catch enough hell here on YouTube with niggas trying to call me old and shit. You think I'm a, you think I'm gonna jump out there? You think I'm gonna jump out there so niggas can be like, ah, oh, that nigga old as fuck, nigga. Yeah, a lot of them lie about their age. Yeah, a whole lot of them lie about their age. Real shit. See, there's an age limit on rapping. Real talk. No capping. I went from shooting and scrapping to trapping. Now I'm YouTubing. Chilling on here talking to y'all. Just straight cooling. I do my thing. My thug thizzle. I keep it rizzle like my man Jizzle from the motherfucking NYC. You niggas can't see me. Come through with the twin chrome double. <laughs> Nigga, I'll come off the top of the dome. Come off of the top of the dome, sitting at the table in my home. Niggas be trying to come at me sideways. Hating niggas is straight gay all day, every day. Want it with the kid? Bring it. I get biz. Come through. Slapping niggas in twos like your man Mo from the Three Stooge. What? Spit off the top of the head. You niggas is lame. Keep fucking around. You niggas will be dead. Laid up in the dirt. Niggas like me stay putting in work. Come through. Slapping clowns. I think I said that before. Fuck it. I don't play around. That's what a freestyle is. Just say what comes to your mind. But it's all good. Because a nigga gonna be good in time. Make a couple of milli. Chill with a bad bitch Like a villi Or do I mean villain You niggas ain't killing You niggas just talking Niggas like me be stalking Hidden in the fucking dark Like a fucking vampire You niggas is calling Fucking foul like an umpire Fuck all of that you Niggas is whack You niggas is clowns even on this YouTube shit, you niggas ain't down. That's all you gotta do is put a couple words together. You niggas is whack. You falling off like birds with fucked up feathers. But not me. I fly through the stormy weather. <laughs> Bars, nigga. <laughs> Bars. Bars. <laughs> Bars, nigga. <laughs> oh, my God. Bars. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. That's funny when niggas... That's funny when niggas come through and they spit their verse and then right after they say that shit, they're like, bars, nigga. I got into, look, <laughs> I, was at, I was at my sister's crib, right? And there was this one dude that used to come through there. He was another barber and shit. He's from fucking White Plains and shit, right? 
So <laughs> he would, I guess he like, I don't really, I don't really be walking around. Like I'll see niggas freestyling or some shit and I won't get in it. I'll just be chilling, listening to what niggas say or whatever. Right. And so one day we in there drinking and shit, you know, getting the buzz on. And he tried to come at me like on some started spitting some shit, like trying to freestyle battle. Man, I ate that nigga's ass alive. Like he couldn't take he couldn't take that loss, man. So every time I saw him after that, he would try to come at me with another freestyle and I'd eat his ass up again. <laughs> Be like, nigga, stop, nigga. I used to do this. Stop, cut it out, nigga. Like, cut it the fuck out. I don't I don't take that shit seriously like that, but I can do that shit. I can spit some bars, nigga. Especially if I'm a little lit. Especially if I got I'm a little if I got the little buzz on nigga, shit. 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 Nigga. <laughs> My son sent me some tracks he did. I wonder what he I wonder I ain't listened to it yet. Let's see. What, what did my son? My son sent me a bunch of tracks. Niggas be see what this joint hitting like. And I wanna be a player with you. They just be me or the other bitches ain't fishing. Yeah, and I wanna be a player with you. I'm standing right by your side. Yeah, I need to holler at him because this is why he did. They went to the studio and they did five songs in in one day and I need to tell them he can't you can't do that. You if you do if you go if you go to the studio and you try to like people try to what people try to do is they try to capitalize on the time. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you go to the studio and you're paying for studio time, you want to try to get in as much work as you can, but you can't do that. If you do multiple songs in one studio session, you'll end up with Five songs that almost sound the same. Shining, 
boom, three here, now I'm on shit. Pussy niggas stank, I'ma throw them in the toilet. Walking on stage, I'm on post, they cooking. My life go like a Mario talking. Smoking no G, now the whole room smoking. I don't remember that, big a nigga, now I'm talking. Big, big, bro, here, now they throw it. Money in the safe, I'ma try to overload it. Redhead bitch, give me throw, now she choking. Nigga, I'm the G, as in Goldie, y'all know it. How you act this guy, never don't show it. Big, bad shit, nigga, where's my boys? Try to keep an iron block, now what I'm talking. For the police, we don't do nothing for trouble. Bullies like a bus, they don't keep a nigga rolling. Yeah, how the fuck you playing to my darling niggas who had it on me from? That's cool. What? What? You heard what playing? What? What you plan on doing, bruh? Hey, huh? Fortnite. Fortnite. That's fuck. That's jacked up. What you plan on doing, bruh? Hey. What? Gaming. Gaming. That's all you. No, come here for a second. What you plan on doing, bruh? You want to design games? Seriously? Do you just saying that, or do you? Hey man, anybody talking to you? Say, say it again. Design games. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to that. I'm gonna hold you to that. You play them enough. You play it enough. Okay. What's up with your hair? Why you you just got a haircut? Why does it look like you don't have a haircut? <laughs> what the world, man? What I pay? What I pay twenty dollars for for you to get your haircut if it look like you ain't got a haircut? And what the hell is up with that out with that with with that outfit, man? Yo, come in for a second. Because you, how many times have you wore that? I know you washed it, but that don't make a difference. How many clothes you got? Uh, not clothes, how many, what am I talking about? That's not grammatically correct. You got clothes? Yeah. How many shirts you got? 15. No, I'm talking about with you. You brought 15 shirts with you? So you don't need no clothes? Then why is you wearing the same shirt? What is that about? Do you have do you have multiple shirts like that? Is that your uniform? That's your uniform. That's your gaming uniform? Like the air out, huh? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh my God, bro! You gotta, you gotta, please change that shirt today, please, please put on a different shirt. What the world? You talking about some? I washed it. I hope so. How many people you got in your Discord server? 
You got over 100 people in your Discord server? It's your server? You created it. You manage it. You got over 100 people in your server. They be in there talking and chatting and stuff. What? Whenever you do announcements, you do announcements in your in your joint. I didn't even know you had a Discord. When did you find out about Discord? Back in 2017. When I found out about it? Yeah. When I started talking about it? Mid-2017. So when I started talking about it, you said, what was Discord and when it got it? Or you, or you, did you hear it from me or you heard it from somebody else? You heard it from your friend? cool that's cool at least y'all doing something shit <laughs> michael straight he just need to what he need to do is if he gonna play that game he need to he need to play the game he need to learn how to play the game like play it on twitch and get him like a following that's what he need to do if he gonna play the game like that that Negro plays that game like that dude eat, sleep, breathe Fortnite. Like for real. He plays that game 24-7. He played that game from the moment he wake up to the moment he go to sleep. Literally. Like I can't play that Fortnite game. That shit gets on my damn nerves. I wish, I wish like I wish Red Dead Redemption would have, I wish their online game would have been as good as the story mode. Like, I wish they would have came out with, like, now it's, look, it's too little too late. Now it's like that whole game, that whole online Red Dead Redemption game and platform is dead right now. Because they, because they screwed the, well, yeah, they screwed the pooch on that shit trying to, they was, they was too focused on Grand Theft Auto. That's what the problem was. Rockstar Games, if any of you, if any of you, you got, y'all got Division 2 joint lit on multiplayer. Nah, I, I had the first Division. I had the first one, but I didn't get the second one. Is the second one really good? Is the second one really good? Shit, if the second one's good, I'll cop that joint. Because I need a game. Like, I need a I need a really good game that I can sink my teeth into so that I can actually start. See, like, I want a game that I can play that I can actually build a platform off of, like a gaming platform. Like, for real. Yeah, man, but 
yeah, getting back to um, getting back to what I was talking about on the balcony about the psychology of black folks. I, I don't know what I don't know what can be done to fix it. I don't know what can be done to fix it. Like I have no earthly idea what can be done to fix that. Some has to be done to fix it because. You got too many, like, I'm just sitting here having a conversation with you guys. And look at the amount of talent that just got displayed. You feel me? The only thing that limits black people in the ability to actually grow their talent is the lack of support amongst black people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, real shit. Real shit. That is the only that is the only thing that 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 stops black people's ability to really, you know. What is he listening to in there? But yeah, like I said, I Young 41. I seen Young 41. <laughs> Young 41. Yo, man. Your setup is fire, fam. Young 41 got an ill setup over there. Is that your? Is that like your basement? Is that like your basement or is that just like a room in your crib? Because it looked like you got multiple stations. It looked like where you're playing the game at. Because I think I seen one of your sons playing behind you or somewhere near you or something like that like is that like your basement because your setup is ill like he got the freaking he got the neon lights in the background and shit i'm like all right young 41 i see you over there young 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 vegeta i see you over there fam over there getting it in is he still in here you still in here, Young 41? <laughs> Yo, his gaming setup is crazy. Like, I, I was looking at that joint the other day. Yeah, I was looking at that joint the other day, man, when you was playing. You was playing, um, uh, uh, I want to say you was playing 2K. Because I had clicked on Twitch, you know, to do some stuff. And, and, you know, I was hosting. I was hosting your joint. I was like, where? I see Young 41 doing his thing over there, man. For real. But yeah, he got the he got the ill setup. I gotta get, man, I gotta get a freaking crib. I gotta get a house. I gotta get a house so that I can actually have everything set up the way I want it set up. Like, yo, Obsidian's idea is crazy. I don't know if y'all heard Obsidian say what his idea is, what his ultimate goal is. Like, Obsidian wants a three-story, he wants a three-story, like a three-floor house, and he wants the second floor to be nothing but Obsidian Media Studios. Like, I said, shit, that's a good idea. Now, he wants one floor of his crib to be just a studio. He wants Studio A, Studio B, he want a lounge area, like, he want to do it big. I'm like, word, that's what's up, man. That's what's up, like for real. Like I need, I need a crib that has like a finished basement, so that I could actually. Like I keep talking to people about the type of house that I want. 
Like I was talking to my sister about it. Oh shit, Young 41 said he about to make some upgrades. I gotta check that shit out. But um, yeah, I was talking to my sister about the shit. And my sister was like, why don't you just have a house built? And I thought about that. I was like, that might be a good idea. The only problem with that is here in, in, in Raleigh, in order to have a house built, you have to find some, some land. And usually that's going to be on the outskirts. So the problem is if you get land on the outskirts, you got to wonder if you're going to have high-speed internet available. You feel me? Like, if you, like, say for argument's sake, anybody that knows anything about out here, you got the outskirts, you got Clayton, you got all these different areas where they have land where you could actually have a house built, but are you going to have access to, like, fiber? You feel what I'm saying? Because that's what I use. I would, if I didn't have fiber, I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to run all of the internet shit that I run here. You know what I'm saying? There's no way in fuck. Exactly. Like Zebulon, Clayton, Wendell. You can have a house built out there, but are you gonna have are you gonna have access to high speed internet? That's the only problem. That's the only problem. And if you do have access to it, how good is it gonna be? Because even here, like sitting in the middle of Raleigh, sometimes I have a couple of little issues and shit. So it's like, because that was the whole reason why when I was, you know, when I was at my grandmother's house in VA, that was the whole reason why I couldn't really do hangouts and live stream when I was there because of that. You know what I'm saying? Not having access to like high speed internet. So that's the only issue when it comes to like, you know, wanting to have a house built because that's that really would be the ideal thing. That would be the ideal thing because if I had a house built, I could have the basement. I could have the uh, basement built to where it, you know, I could have a basement built to where everything is the way I want it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly the way I want it. Cause like I think I would have two I would have two different studios. I would have one room built to where it's set up the way I want it, like the whole the whole Rush Limbaugh style setup or whatever. Like it's a radio show or whatever with the cameras and everything and soundproofing and all of that. And then I would have another one that's just like a lounge area where I could talk like I'm talking right now. Just talking to the phone just talking to the camera you know what i'm saying herb thompson appreciate you you feel what i'm saying so have i ever tried xfinity um they had xfinity up in va but um i don't know if they have xfinity down here many providers at&t uverse uh verizon fios will allow you to address check for service availability. Yeah. I got to find out. I got to find out if they have uh, the the services that I need available. Because what I, what I might end up having to do, which is some shit I really don't want to do. 
I might end up having to get a space that's just for a studio, which I really don't want to do that. I really don't want to do that. I like the convenience of having a studio in my home. That way, if I wake up in the middle of the night and I want to do a show, I can just do a show. I don't got to get in my car and drive to the freaking studio to do a show. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't know. I'm starting to feel like, I'm starting to feel like that, that might be, I will caution building is better because they will try to push fiber to the street over existing Cox cable. Yeah, man, like, because that's the thing, you know, I got into that whole argument with my girl that time. Y'all probably heard that argument where she was like, get you a, get you a, get you a studio. And I'm like, I don't want to pay extra rent. You know what I'm saying? Because like, if I go, if I go out here and I find a space out here in Raleigh, the rent on that shit is going to be the, the same amount of rent, if not more than what I'm paying. So it'd be like I'm paying for two freaking apartments. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing about it. Like I would have to I would have to justify that cost. You feel me? Yeah, that's what I do, young. That's what I do now. That's what I do now. When I when I do my taxes, I write off my home office. I do that now. I do that now. I do that now. I write off my home office and um, I do the whole depreciation thing for my equipment. All of that shit. All of that shit. I try to get as many, I try to get as many deductions as I can for the equipment that I purchase and, um, you know, all of the stuff that I use for, you know, for AMG Entertainment which is what my, which is what all of this is under the umbrella of, you know what I'm saying? AMG Entertainment. Um, but I'm dreading that. I'm like, I might have to fucking get, I might have to get a fucking studio, like in an office building, which I don't want to do. And the main reason I don't want to do that is because sometimes y'all see me, I get hype and shit. I don't want to be in no freaking office, in no office building, and I get hype, and then motherfuckers start complaining and shit. You know, like, yeah, man, AMG Studios or AMG Entertainment, they, they're they too loud over there. You know, I don't want, I don't want that goofy shit. Like, if I was to get some shit like that, I would have to do, like, unbox therapy. I would have to get, like, a warehouse that's got to sit to itself. You know what I'm saying? And God knows how, but see, that's really what it would, what would be awesome is if I could find a, a, if I could find like a warehouse building that I could buy, then that would make more sense. You know what I'm saying? Where you could have like, um, a little warehouse type joint that you could buy that's within the city limits. You know what I'm saying? Where you could actually go in and you know, gut it out and then design it the way, like, how many of y'all have seen uh, the dude Unbox Therapy? You've seen his his warehouse, like the warehouse that he has. How many of y'all have seen that? 
Because, see, then I'm going to tell you what I would be doing. I would really be doing what, like, I don't even have the numbers for that as far as, like, the viewership. I don't really have the numbers for that. But it'll be me yet again doing the same shit that uh, YouTubers with millions of subscribers do. Like, right now, I think um, um, Unbox Therapy, he has a separate space. Marcus Brownlee, he has a separate space. Um, um, your average consumer, he has a separate space. Like now, a lot of these guys, they have separate spaces that are studios that are outside of their homes. But you got to be able to justify the cost of that. You feel what I'm saying? You got to be able to justify the cost of that. And, and to be truthfully honest, I can't justify the cost of that. I can't. I really can't. Like that would that would be... That would be too much. That would be too much. You know, not that I can't, I can afford it, but I can't justify spending that. Like, I like a buffer zone. I like to be able to be comfortable. I don't like for everything to be super tight. And then on top of it, look at the goofy stuff that, that they do here on YouTube. What if I went and got like a freaking warehouse studio and, and, you know, I'm paying for this shit. And then one day they decide, oh, we want to censor you. Oh, we want to shut this down. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be different. If there was more, if, if, if there was more security when it comes to not having to worry about losing your channel and shit like that, then, you know, I could justify that shit. I could justify because at the end of the day, you just sit down and, and you know, you can make the numbers make sense. But you can't make the numbers make sense if... You can't really depend on the platform. You know what I'm saying? If you can't depend on the platform, you know, like the guys like, like, you know, Marcus Brownlee, he doesn't have to worry about losing his YouTube channel. There's no way on God's green earth that they would, that they would dare. You feel what I'm saying? Um, same thing with, with freaking, uh, uh, unbox therapy. There's no way they wouldn't dare if, and, and the reason why is because they have such a strong following. You know what I'm saying? They have such a strong following and their channels are generating a lot of revenue for YouTube. So there's no freaking way. It's just like that situation with Louder with Crowder. You know what I'm saying? They demonetized his channel, which means he can't make money off of it. But they let him stay on the platform, which means he may not make money off of his platform being on YouTube, but they will still make money off of it. You see what I mean? So with somebody like me, um, my channel being the size that it is like, you know, and it, it would be different. It would be different if my channel was about something else. Like if my channel was about, uh, see, you can buy a 40 foot shipping container for around 2000 and converted into a studio i bought one and converted it into a storm shelter yeah but where would i where would i put it that's the only thing where would i put it because i started to do that um i started to do that last year i bought a i i rented out a fucking i rented out this fucking storage unit that was huge huge storage unit the only problem is, you know, the storage unit had power in it and all of that shit. But the only problem is, you know, that has its limitations, too. You know, I was using it to store stuff, but that has its limitations as well. You know what I'm saying? You can't really, 
put, like, I see guys all the time get storage units and they put workshops in there and all of that shit. But you can't really, you try to put a studio in there, people start complaining and all of that goofy shit, man. What I really would like, I'm going to tell you what I really would like. What I really would like is to find a house that has enough land on it to where I could actually have my house and then behind my house, I could build a, a studio. You feel what I'm saying? I could literally build a studio behind the house. That would be awesome. That would be fucking awesome. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know how some people, they'll have a house and then they'll build a separate house that is like, you know, I've noticed a lot of times that uh, uh, beauticians do that shit. Like beauticians will do that. They'll have their house and then, you know, next to their house, they'll have like a whole beautician studio where they do hair and shit like that. I've noticed that. But I don't know. It's hard here because... Here is starting to become like New York as far as the space. Um, everybody has the space that's here in Raleigh in, inside of the Beltline, and they're not trying to let it go. They're not trying to let it go. They're trying to hold on to it because they know it's valuable, and they know it's only going to um, appreciate as time goes by. So... As far, like, like, for instance, if there was high-speed internet, as much as I don't like Virginia, if there was high-speed internet, like, where my grandmother's house is, it'd be nothing. It'd be nothing, because she has so much freaking land. It'd be nothing to build another freaking, uh, a, it'd be nothing to build a studio out there. It'd be nothing to do that, but there's no high-speed internet out there, you know? It's really fucking annoying really annoying like up there you got the space but you don't have the convenience or the high-speed internet here you have the convenience and the high-speed internet but you don't have the space you know but anyway i've been on long enough i was on here earlier outside i've been on there i was on there for like two hours i think and this is going on an hour, so I'm about to get up out of here because I do plan on doing an Angry Man show later. Um, so I'm going to get up out of here so I can get some of the back office work done. Um, so I'm going to holler at you guys. I appreciate every last one of you guys. I noticed that the playbacks, I noticed that you guys are actually listening to the playbacks that I put you know, like I told you guys, I'm putting the playbacks on um, on SoundCloud and iTunes, and I noticed that you guys are actually listening to them. So as time goes on, I'm going to continue to put my playbacks on, on those platforms, but also I'm going to start adding the old stuff up there too. So um, the stuff from season five and, and all of that shit, you know what I'm saying? The All the angry couch sessions. I'm going to start putting that shit up there so that you can hear the playbacks or whatever. So, you know, support the channel. Um, become patrons. We, we've been having people become more and more patrons or whatever. So it looks like we'll, we'll get to the goal of 300. If we can get to the goal of 300, the next goal is going to be 600 patrons. So uh, go over and become a patron of the channel. 
uh, definitely support what we're doing over here. Um, go to patreon.com forward slash the angry man. Uh, friend me on um, Facebook at Angry Man Channel. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Angry Man Channel. Follow me on Instagram at Angry Man Channel. Shoot me an email at ask.